Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Uncertainty, unfortunately, must always be the name of the game we are fated to play here below. Even the greatest book ever devised for our guidance can be used to support either side of an argument. Thus, we are told in one chapter, that which is crooked cannot be made straight. And in another, we are assured that the crooked shall be made straight. Well, since our concern at this time is with the crooked and the straight, you shall have the opportunity to decide for yourself. I wish it, I wish I could think of a way to raise money. Go to a bank. <laughs> I don't think my credit's that good. I didn't say go to a bank to borrow money. Well, why else would I go? Well, you could also go there to steal money. To <laughs> me rob a bank? Sure. Hey, who do you think I am? I'll bet you that within two weeks, you'll say, okay, Walt, let's go rob that bank. You're crazy. Maybe. But that doesn't mean I'm wrong. Our mystery drama, The Unthinkable, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Larry Haynes. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division and Sinoff, the sinus medicines. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Somewhere... What did you do today? If this was a working day, was it very much different from what you did yesterday or from what you will do tomorrow? For so many people, life is a routine, regular, predictable. And what did you believe yesterday? Is it different from what you believe today? When did you form your philosophy of life? When did you create your sense of values, your morality? When did you decide on what is right and what is wrong and where you would draw the line? Of course, there are those people who never make these decisions. They just go along from day to day and see what turns up. Well, the man himself. You're late. Yeah. Twins couldn't wait up. I'm sorry. Kids should always be able to say goodnight to Daddy. Hmm? So how'd it go today? Well, it was a sad... I've been trying to reach the guy all day. Finally caught him at 4.30. Come out to see me right now, he said. I drove all the way to East Wellington. Did you get the... No, I didn't get the job. I'm sorry. You want to know something? I don't think I'll ever get a job. I guess you're right. I don't think you're ever going to get a job. But how can you say a thing well, right Why now? not? You just said it. Well, I can say it. I have the right to say it, but nobody else does. Well, you've been out of work for 16 months. 15. Do you have any faith in my ability? Your ability to do what? Roxanne, what kind of conversation are we having? A realistic conversation. I go by the record, by the fact. Roxy, what am I supposed to think? You are supposed to think, I would imagine, how to best spend your time without working at a job. Well, what other useful function might you perform? The only useful function I can perform is to earn enough money to support this family. Darling, obviously you can't do it. Are you trying to destroy my morale? I'm only stating the truth. If I can't support this family, who can? We have six-year-old twins. Do you propose to send them to work? Well, I solved the problem. You did? And may I ask how? I got a job. You got a what? A job. 
What do you mean you've got a job? A job, a, a situation, employment. Roxy, how could you get a job? You never worked a day in your life. That has nothing to do with it. I discovered something today. You know what this entire situation is all about. Uh-huh. There are those people who know how to get jobs and those who don't. Really? Now, you have been looking for almost a year and a half, and what's the result? Nothing. On the other hand, I go out, and in the first hour of the first day, at the first place I applied, I found it. Uh-huh. And what did you get? Some job as a waitress for crying out loud? No. I got a job in a bank as assistant to the manager. Well, what are you talking about? What do you know about money? Well, that's what the man asked me. You know what I told him? I said, I know how to spend it. One thing led to another, and he said, unorthodox approaches and unorthodox people are what we need today. And so I start tomorrow, nine to three. Well, you, you, you can't. Why not? Well, the kids, the kids get home from school at one. Who's going to be here? You are. Me? Well, you're not working. Well, I can't stay home and take care of the kids. You would be surprised how rewarding it is. I know. I've had six years of it. But I'm an engineer. Of course. A graduate engineer. I'm a bachelor of science in electrical engineering. And it's trained you to be very efficient. That means you'll clean the house faster and better than I ever could. Now, look. Now, look here, Roxy. It's not my job to mind the kids and clean the house. Whose job is it? Well, it's yours. Where does it say so? Roxy, you can't ask me to hold still for your taking a job if it means I have to sit home. Darling, I am not the one who's asking you. In reality, it is the landlord who's asking you, the grocer, the butcher. Now, this, this is unthinkable. I was brought up in a family and in a tradition where men worked at their jobs and women ran the house.
Never really could. You know, your wife works there. Oh. You see, psychologically, I reject it. Do you know there's an old sewer system that runs directly below their vault? No, no, I didn't know that. That's very interesting. As a fact, I don't find it at all interesting. You see, the bank used to be served by the old system until they built the new one, oh, 40 years ago. And the entrance into the cellar of the bank has been closed off by a single metal plate. Now, let's see. What am I going to serve tonight? Now, all someone would have to do to get to the cellar vault is to find a way into that old sewer tunnel. Now, which supermarket is running a special on fish? And, and I looked up the old map, and I found the easiest place of access to that sewer. Fish. And I'll make broccoli. Would you believe it's in the middle of the street just outside the police station? Vault? The entrance? Uh-huh. I'll make a vinaigrette and fruit salad. Yeah, and, and from there, the uh, the tunnel leads you to the bank. It's less than three blocks away. So, any resourceful bank... If there's no fish, I can get chicken. No. I can tell you're not interested. You didn't hear a word I said. You know something? That's what I thought. But the fact is, even though I didn't realize it, I heard every word he said. Even as he said it, without being aware of it, I knew what I wanted to do. To what? Break into that vault, of course. There are so many things we decide without really being aware of the moment of decision. So many things that are unthinkable to our conscious mind have already been made acceptable by the secret sector of our being that determines the course of our lives. But as I say, I was not yet aware that I had made a decision, especially such a decision. Robbery. Why, that was unthinkable. Or so I thought. Until I had a meter up at the bank one day. They were going to give her a dinner to celebrate, what do you suppose, a promotion. She had just been given a raise and a better job. And there was this old geezer, one of the guards, Pop. Can I help you? Uh, yes, I uh, am looking for Mrs. Robinson's office. Okay, I'll uh, tell her somebody wants to see her. Uh, what's your name? I'm Mr. Robinson. Huh? I'm her husband. Well, you, you can't be her... <clears throat> oh, uh, okay, I'll, uh, I'll tell her you're here. Now, wait a minute. What made you say I can't be her husband? <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, you started to say it. Why? Well, we, we just didn't figure she'd be married to a big strapping guy like you. I bet you must weigh 220. You're at least 6'3". Uh, I mean, we, we figured, well... Uh, what, what? What did you figure? Uh, well, it's, you'd have to be a little bit of a guy, kind of skinny with glasses. Why? Why? Well, uh, Gee, I, I don't know why. Because I stay home while she works. Is that it? Because I clean and cook and mind the kids. Is that it? And that's not a man's well, job. I never said, now look, Mr. Robinson, I, I, I talk on a turn a lot. You, you can ask anybody, but uh, I don't mean no harm. Yeah, well, will you tell Mrs. Robinson that I can't join her this evening? And I'll see her at home. Maybe. the dinner go. Hey, hey, that rhymes. <laughs> You're drunk. And what if I am? You better go to bed. We'll talk about it in the morning. You see, I didn't want to get loaded in public. After all, my wife, 
My wife is an officer, an officer in a bank, and how would it look if her husband got tanked I up? said we would talk in the morning. Now, what's there to talk about? I was embarrassed by the fact that it was my dinner and you couldn't be there. Well, of course. Of course, especially since being Mr. Nobody would never occur to anyone that maybe I might have something important to do, that maybe I had a career that could possibly make demands of me. Walter, you are not sober enough for us to have any sort of conversation. Well, I, I guess they all had a pretty good laugh at my expense back there at the old bank. That huh? isn't true. I bet they all say to you at the office, what a great wife you must have at home, Mrs. Robinson. Did you say his name was Walter? Oh, please, Walt, this isn't getting us anywhere. But the joke's on you, too, don't you see it? They're also laughing at you because in their eyes, if I've become less of a man, then also you have to be less of a woman. Walter, darling, please, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. Which is what has to happen. But why are we leading this unnatural existence? It is not an unnatural... Money, 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 money. <sighs> you have to go out and make it because I can't get a job. When there's more than one way to skin a cat. Why did I say that? You know how I love animals. Walt, please go to bed. You're not really a drinking man. Oh, I have to go out. I am embarking on a great adventure. At this hour? Well, of course. When Columbus said to his wife, my dear, I'm going off to discover America, did she say, at this hour? But where, where are you going? I know a place where I can make a fortune. Is that the place we're thinking of? Of course. Where else? Is it conceivable that he intends to rob the bank where she works? Sure. Does he intend to do it now? Tonight? There are some questions we simply refuse to answer until Act Two rolls around. And I shall be here in just a few moments. Two 
highly qualified and talented professionals, and we're out of work. I would not violate the structures of society. Society? What does society care about us? Society owes us the right to have jobs. Oh, come on, Walter. No one has the right to be a criminal. All right, all right. Let's assume that that's true. Let me tell you. No, no, no. Let me tell you. You are being devastated by the role you're being forced to play just as I am. Well, I don't think there's any point to this argument. Uh, Phil, Phil, I am here to save your manhood. You were an architect. You were meant to build homes, mighty towers of, of art and commerce and industry, cathedrals. You can't be satisfied washing baby diapers. Now, look. My wife was summa cum laude at college. She won an international essay award. She's, she's brilliant. Should she be imprisoned in a house with, with, with the diaper? Now, don't, don't, don't start saying those things. You'll start believing them, and then you'll be lost. Sure, sure, the world is unfair. It's always been unfair. It's been catastrophically unfair, especially to women, sure. But no woman, not even my own wife, is going to hand me the bill for 10,000 years of injustice and say, here, you pay all for it. All right, all right, well, I don't mind. Use me as a sounding board. Get things off your chair. My wife will not support me. But let's see about the car. We should be ready to rob the bank in about two weeks. No. Well, I couldn't do it. I want no part of it. Then why did you suggest it? But that's what you said before. When did I ever suggest oh, it? Oh, a week, ten days ago, we were sitting in the park, and you told me about the abandoned sewer tunnel that led into the cellar of the Central National Bank. Now, why? Well, because it was an architectural curiosity. Yeah, but why that one? This town is loaded with architectural curiosities. Why? Why an abandoned sewer that leads into a bank? Well, and I said, who cares? And you said bank robbers would find it interesting. Well, I never said any... But you did. Now, why? Because the minute you read about it, the white-hot idea flashed through your brain. Oh. <laughs> yeah, now why? Why? Why did you tell me about it? You were looking for a partner. This is ridiculous. Maybe, maybe, but that doesn't mean it isn't true. And you found the ideal partner in me. Because I happen to be an electrical engineer. You're the architect. You can find us the way in. But getting there is only half the fun. An electronics expert like me would be able to neutralize the alarm system. Walter, I can assure you nothing, nothing like that even And to top it off, my wife works there. She not only works there, she's an executive, and I could find out strategic information about that alarm system. Walter, you'd better leave. Uh, this is the most important decision you'll never have to make, Phil. So you sleep on it, huh? I can only tell you this. It's... Yeah, we know that. But what about the... 
inside of the vault. Just leave that to me. More dessert, darling? Oh, no, dear. Just a little. Huh? I made this special. I, and I can't resist, but I'm gaining weight. Oh, it's a plot. I want to make sure you're as unattractive as possible. Oh, Walt. Do you think I'd ever look at another man? Well, I want to make sure another man never looks at you. You know, something's come over you these past few days. You seem very calm and, yes, fulfilled. Well, maybe it's because I'm out of the rat race. Oh, I can't tell you how happy I am. I never suspected my talent for business. I just take the banking as if I were destined for it. Well, I'm glad, darling. More pie? Yeah. Oh, just a teeny piece. And you know, I'm happy, too, right here in the house. I have so much time for myself to think, read, study. You know, I should never have become an engineer. Why, Dad? Well, I was always clever with my hands and good in math. So my folks said, let's make an engineer out of him. But you know what I really am? An inventor. Well, that's marvelous. And now you have the opportunity yeah, to... Yeah. Oh, how beautifully things have worked out. <laughs> Are you thinking of any kind of the particular thing? Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, I have a fantastic idea for uh, a detection device. Wonderful. What is it? <laughs> yeah, you're adorable. You know, right now, it's nothing but some formulae and calculus, but I think it's revolutionary. I have one problem, however. A problem? Yeah, no, wait, wait, wait. Maybe, maybe you can help me. Oh, darling, if there's anything I can do. Yeah, you see... My knowledge of detection devices, I mean on a very highly sophisticated level, is at best theoretical, see? Uh -huh. and, and there'd be no way for me to examine the makeup of, uh, unless I, uh, I could see the one at your bank. Oh? Yeah, yeah. But, but I can tell by the way that you said that that it wouldn't be a good idea. Oh, darling, it's a, it's a marvelous idea. Well, then why did you hesitate? Well, I was just caught off guard by the idea that, that I could be of help to you. Would it be helpful? Uh, now that I think of it... Well, see, how would it look? Show my husband the alarm system. I mean, you know. Well, now, in the first place, I practically run the day-to-day -day business at that branch, and secondly, my husband is a highly skilled electronics technician. Now, don't, don't, don't demote me, darling. I'm not a technician. I'm an engineer. Oh, sweetheart, I didn't mean it. Well, you come in and talk with Ben Kennedy first thing tomorrow, after you get the kids off to school. Once they step inside, 
We have circuits. Ah. Yeah. These little beams of invisible light. Ah. No way. They can take two steps inside without breaking a circuit and activating an alarm. A silent one. Oh, hey, that's fantastic. Yeah, but now, uh, look, suppose you have to do some work or repairs down there at night. How, how do you, uh, deactivate that system? You can't. Oh. Well, but suppose someone has to work at night. You can't from inside the bank. That's the beauty of it. Uh, these crooks, they're clever. They can figure out where the main box for the alarm is located. They think when they disconnect that, they're home free. But the control for the vault, that's outside. Oh, yeah. In back of the building, right beneath the electric meter. You can hardly see it. Who'd think to look in a small box? Sure. You just open it, turn the switch. Well, hey, that certainly is the cleverest idea. Look, is there anything else I can tell you? Oh, I, uh, I guess you've told me everything. Friday night. Because the bank is closed, Sadie, and Sunday. Nobody will miss anything till I for the weekend. Now, about your wife. Uh, she thinks you and I are going bowling. Okay, that checks with my story. Yeah. Now, getting in, getting in is your department, though. How do we do it? Now, according to these plans, is it? Oh, how beautifully they sketched them in the old days. A work of art. Well, uh, anyway, there's a manhole in the middle of the street in front of the police station. Right. We go down, we move 600 feet. On the right is a sealed plate. That separates the new sewer system from the old one. We remove the plate, and we are now in the old system. Now, 300 feet south is the plate that separates the old system from the vault. We remove that plate. Now, just, just a minute, just a minute. How are we going to get down a man all carrying all kinds of tools in clear view of the police station? you got cops looking out of every window. There is absolutely nothing to it. Are you crazy? No, he wasn't crazy. Do you know what we did? We hired a half-ton pickup truck, some iron railings, a sign that said men at work. And bold as brass, we stopped right in the middle of the street in front of the police station and set up shop. And you want to know something else? It was midnight. They were even changing shifts. And don't you know, there was a sharp, smart, veteran-looking sergeant. Even sauntered over to the manhole where we were putting up the rail and the sign. And he said, You guys working late, huh? Ah, the city's the hard mistress. <laughs> you can say that again. What are you going down there for? Uh, we're looking for buried treasure. Well, <laughs> now, you got to realize that everything you find, you have to turn over to the property clerk's office. All right, how about if we split it with you instead? <laughs> can you cut in the lieutenant, too? Yeah, sure, there's enough for everybody. See if you can find me some of them pieces of aid, huh? Yeah, coming up. Well, Phil and I went down into that manhole, just like Alice went down into the rabbit hole. People really know what goes on underneath the very streets they walk on. Without any trouble at all, we made our way to the plate to close this sewer off from the old one. With very little trouble, we removed the plate and entered the ancient and abandoned sewer. With even less trouble, we found the plate that separated the tunnel from the bank vault. And with practically no trouble, 
Central National Bank. And there, all around us, was money. And Phil could hardly believe it. Walt. What is it? Is it possible? Is it possible? Can it really be so easy? Oh, 
happen if you turn us over to the police? Now, each of us, each of us has a wife, children. You should have thought of that. Oh, Pop, don't say that. Now, don't you say that. Not you. That's for those people without hearts, without feeling. I still got my duty, fellas. Is it your duty to destroy our lives? That's why we're paying me. But are they paying you enough, Pop? What do you get, huh? You stand guard over their millions, and what do you get in return? A pittance. You carry a gun on your hip. Your life is always up for grabs. Suppose, suppose we were veterans, huh? Ruthless killers, experienced and filled with savage. Could you have surprised us? No. We'd have been waiting for you, Pop, and you'd have been dead by now. Mm. There's something to what you're saying. Yeah, no, Pop, there has to be some give and take in life. You can't be a fanatic and extremist. Well, I, I was a reasonable fellow. What was that deal you were talking about? Now, we, uh, we got half a million in these sacks, Pop. Are you trying to bribe me? No, please, Pop, don't get angry. I'll take half. You got a deal. You got a time yet, though. Put a gag in my mouth. Now, Pop, you don't have a worry in the world. How about the dough, Hubbard? It'll be waiting for you, Pop. You just take a date. Come around and, uh, collect it any time. I trust you, Walter. You got that look in your eye. All right, yeah. an unforeseen development. Oh, oh. A man of goodwill basically can resolve all our differences. We replaced the cellar plate, retraced our steps through the sewers, emerged at the manhole with our tools and our sacks. I went home and hid the money in the safest place in the world until we could make plans to dispose of it properly. And so to bed, where I slept, the deep, dreamless, peaceful sleep of the chest, until my wife woke me. Walter, there's been a robbery at the bank. What? Oh, gosh, how From one of the guards, you know, that nice old one, Pop didn't come home after his shift. His wife became worried. She phoned, and they found him in the vault, found and gagged. Oh, that's... What is the city coming to? A person isn't even safe in the bank. Oh, they say there's nothing I can do, but I am so upset and I'm so nervous and so angry. All right, darling. Here, let, let me make you a cup of coffee. Keep out of my way. I'm not myself. I explode a trifle. Sure. I warn you, we turn the money. But you can't prove anything. I can communicate. 
two mails this morning. Everything goes wrong at the same time. Now, darling, the bank is not your fault. Something is wrong with the boiler. There's no hot water. The kids got jam on the Persian rug. And look at how the garbage is piled up in the backyard. Don't you ever notice these things? Oh, dear. Don't you ever complain to these people? We pay them to remove our garbage. All right, darling. So they missed out on one day. I work hard for my money, and I won't let anyone... Now, dear, aren't you taking this too seriously? That's because you don't take it seriously enough. If you had to pay the bills around here... Who, who are you calling? Who do you think I'm calling? The scavenger. But why? He's going to come over here and do what he gets... Garbage truck. It's been here and it's gone. The stuff has been dumped. Oh, 
hiding. But where else was I going to hide it? Where else? Well, the garbage was the only place they didn't search. If I'd have hidden it anywhere else, they'd have found it. It's all your fault. My fault? Well, why didn't you hold on to the money? Nobody suspected you. You, you were scared. Are we going to stand here all day and yell at one another? Or are we going to look for the money? Look for the money? Oh. Look for the money? There's acres. There's miles of garbage. Garbage, garbage, as far as the eye can see and the nose can smell. There's just garbage. How can we hope to find a couple of stuff? Oh, we are not going to find anything if we don't start. You ready?